So, so how's your new car? Uh, it's good. Does it smell like a new car? Um, it smells like your girlfriend. Oh, I'll have one. So. <laughs> <laughs> you don't embarrass so yourself, Josh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dice of D20. My name is Noah, Dungeon Master, and I am joined here by our players. We have the Dragonborn Bright Lord, Rogar Ragnak. How's it going, Rogar? Going good, but get in the hood. Okay, and moving right along <laughs> from the hoods, just infested with Dragonborn scum, we have our Planeswalker Extraordinaire. It is Tyson, okay? Time to clean up these streets, get rid of this garbage. Yeah, yeah, just clean up the streets with a bunch of fire, right? Not with anyone we know about. Yes. Cleanse it in fire. <laughs> and last but not least, we are joined by somewhat of an onlooker to this episode. A little bit of a uh, voice of reason, perhaps. We have Ragrock, <laughs> the Warforged, a.k.a. Gregory. So, uh, nice to have you, Heater. Glad to be here. Good stuff. All right. Do you Wait. like being a watcher? He's <laughs> <laughs> a peeping Tom. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just I love watching. <laughs> okay, uh, moving along from sexual preferences and turn-ons, we are going to be getting right back where we left off. Would anyone like to give us a nice little recap of where we uh, left off from? Okay, well, we met this tiger guy, and he said, Hey, you guys need to find me the eggs that you owe me. Nice. And the devil was like, I already no. had one. I already had one, buddy. <laughs> and then he... Uh, he made us do it, so we're we're on a quest to do that now. Mm-hmm. Then we went and found a boat captain to take us to the island, nice, where the eggs are supposedly kept. Okay, uh, we chose Ari the gambler and his ship because he was cheaper and he seemed catchier and dabbled up like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, he's the ship captain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> God, your notes just must be a dyslexic mess. Bryce <laughs> 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 so half writes things down, and then later on just like nods along when people are explaining, and then subtly writes, it fills in the blanks, Ari the Gambler. The ship captain. Ah, yes, I understand. He writes. <laughs> uh, after that, we went on a shopping spree, bought some new stuff. Yep. And we were left off with the robot and his little sex boy, aka Double Dob and Gregory, they ran off. App destruction. Yeah, the best description <laughs> for sure. The robot and his sex toy. <laughs> I said sex boy, but no, okay. good. sex boy. <laughs> and the explicit. <laughs> it's more like a blow-up doll, right there. Yeah. So, uh, so last we left off, ladies and gentlemen, we had Tyson McKay, Rogar Ragnak, Gail Mazenthrov. We also had Gregory the Warforged and Double Dob Dobbit all together with Amara, the blue-haired woman, who is kind of the right hand, or maybe the left hand, of oh. the Rakshasa, who you guys have My lady. a contract for. Now, Gregory and Dabbledob kind of ran off on their own, and uh, you know didn't really so much as wave goodbye to you guys, and kind of left you there, off on their own three-day adventure. Tyson and Rogar, where you find yourselves now, you're standing with Amara, and what used to be a, a full circle of people, but is now actually just half, as Gregory, Dabbledob, but also Fievel, are missing. Where's Fievel? You know, he's a small mouse. You know, you're, you're, you're kind of a taller human boy, and Rogar is massive as well. You know, he just kind of darted away. I crouch down and try and find him in between people's legs. Roll me a d20. 
Um, that would be a seven. Okay. So nice. Looking, you know, in between people's legs, you know, kind of on all fours, rummaging around looking for Fievel. Unfortunately, you do not spot him, not so much as a whisker, nor the flick of a mousy tail. I grab Rogar and I shake him. Okay. I say, hey, did you eat him? Play on, play on, trash. <laughs> I'm going to let this roll. <laughs> they, uh, I eat what? <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> No, I don't know where that little rat went. <laughs> He's always scurrying off. <laughs> All right, so I'm just search. looking at you two, kind of weird, because you know, facing your shaking Rogar and asking if he's eating Fievel. <laughs> She's just kind of looking at the two of you. I'm, I'm gonna let you guys continue to roll with this interaction. Yeah, I say, well, that's all the searching I wanted to do for that guy. So I turn to Amara and I, is it Amara or Amara? Amara, A M A R A. And I say, what are you going to do for three days? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Minus two. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's what he says in real life. <laughs> uh, so Amara looks to you and she says, I have important matters to attend to here. Like literally right here? Minus another two. <laughs> <laughs> she looks at you with an eyebrow raised and she says, no, not literally right here, Rogar. <laughs> what do you great, want us to do for three days? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just losing points like mad right now, my dude. <laughs> and I look at Rogar and I say, well, you know, the the parents uh, will leave, but the kids will play or something like that. <laughs> I don't know if we're the parents or the kids, so let's go do something. Okay, so uh, you say that to Rogar. I mean, what would you guys like to do? Um, you know, you're more than welcome to discuss it amongst yourselves. Kind of give us a little bit of insight into what you're feeling like doing. Gotta make a couple bucks, you know? Ask him what he has in mind for making money. You guys uh, have talked to other people before, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, t- take, oh. take a few seconds and, and sort yourselves out and then, you know, <laughs> have a conversation about what it is that you guys want to do. Can I do a perception check to see if there's any bounties? Uh, you're in the middle of a crowded people. street. Uh, there will be no bounties posted in the midst of this crowded street. If you're looking for bounties or things to do, you definitely check out the city square where there is a uh, pin board of you know important contracts to be to be carried out or help that's needed or wanted posters and flyers. Or, okay. or counter argument, we go down to the dock and we sink some ships. How's that gonna get us money? Okay, two equally valid plans. Let's uh, let's hash out the details on this. I want to hear valid arguments from both of you as to why you think that your plan is the best. Go. Bounties, money, sinking ships, no money. Point right. Bounties, a lot of work. Sinking ships, more work. Pretty easy. (laughs) And then people will help pay us to get their items from the bottom of the ocean floor. So you're creating the, uh, the demand for your supply. I like that. <laughs> right. We're like Apple. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not sure you're anything like Apple. So what would you guys like to do? Is it the sinking ship's plan or is it the going to the bounty board? I'm going to go to the bounties. <laughs> okay. Good stuff. Progress. So, stop. Gentlemen, stop you are walking, walking along the streets of Malvisa. Sorry, Tyson, are you following or no? Yes. I mean, it's up to you, my friend. You can do whatever you want. I chase that tail. All right, you're chasing tail, my friend. Uh, so, uh, Rogar, you are heading towards the city square of Malvista, and Tyson McKay is trailing behind you. We need someone to roll me a D12, please. Preferably Tyson, I think, because you're behind. 
Yeah, two it, Tyson. Uh, five. Okay, not looking so good. Tyson McKay, you know, trailing so far behind Rogar, you know, so close to him, not really seeing where you're going. Yeah, accidentally stepped in a pile of dung, which is on the street. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Rogar overstepped it, but you were so focused on his tail, you just didn't even notice, and your boot's kind of kind of stanky. Yeah. Can I quickly catch up to Rogar? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, after taking then, a few seconds to look at your boot, you run back up to Rogar. Can I sneakily <laughs> wipe my boot on his tail? Can I get a stealth check, please? <laughs> That's a nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, with the stealth of a cat, a black cat, at midnight, moonless sky, or heavy cloud cover, I suppose, you wipe your boot on Rogar's back of his calf. He does not notice. <laughs> and then okay. I walk up beside him. Alright, and you're walking beside him now. So you guys are both walking on your way towards the city square. The streets of Malvista are packed. Many people in the streets, many vendors selling their wares. And uh, the tolls of bells down at the docks mark ships coming in and ships heading out. As you guys make it to the town square, you notice a group of performers. Some of them doing, you know, entertainment acts like juggling, others fire breathing. And you make your way towards the notice board. Fire breathing, you say? Correct, fire breathing. You think I could do a better performance yeah, than Dabble sure. Dabble Dabble Magic? <laughs> um, I'm not sure. Do you have a fire breathing potion or ability? I don't. As we walk by, I go, I bet you're the best fire breather in town. <laughs> okay, so the guy like bows that. at your words and seems, you know, uh, very appreciative of your kind comment. Are you lying, though, Josh? Yeah, little does he know, Dalvadov's going to wipe the floor with him in, like, a day or two. I don't know how long. <laughs> you don't even know that he does that yet. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you guys, walking through the town square, have made it to the near proximity of the notice board. Would you like to head towards it, or would you like to go interact with other kinds of people? It's up to you. Are there any mysterious-looking characters in the square? Roll me a d20. Perception. Uh, 11. Yeah, there's a big hulking dragonborn guy that's right beside you. Smells like shit. Smells like <laughs> absolute <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, plus 100 experience points. Okay. Uh, yeah, looking around the, the town square, there's certainly shifty people in and around Malvista. I mean, it's a city of low moral standards, certainly in the lower quarters of this, uh, this once great city state. In terms of actual mysterious characters, yeah, it seems like there's some. There's a group of uh, gentlemen kind of hanging out behind the large stage where the performers are performing. They uh, are all kind of wearing shrouded cloaks, and they're all sitting on what looks to be like on mini keg-sized barrels, all around uh, a larger wooden table of sorts. Rogard, what do you think those guys are doing? And I point over to the the clouded or the shrouded. What do you call them? Cloaks? Shrouded. Yeah, like they're just shrouded. covered in cloaks. They're covered in clouds. Those clouded people. I don't know. Seems like they're doing something suspicious with those cloaks on. If I know my Rogar, he doesn't let anything suspicious go on in, under his watch. Oh, good. So you're both town guards <laughs> now. This is, <laughs> you know, you can get paid for being a town guard. You don't have to do it for free. <laughs> That's what uh, we're we be town guard. Here's my application. I'm part of the Knights of the New Moon, okay? <laughs> Here's my application. I'm an orphan. You guys are joking, but I mean, you can apply to be guards if you want to. That's a riveting three days do it. right there. Want to do it? <laughs> Basically where you are now, you knight. No. Yeah, well, I could just go there and find a dope mission instead of being a 
town guard. Why did we come here then? Why are we going to the new moon? Well, we see what bounties there are. It might be a cool bounty. Oh, you're in it for the money now. I like this. Well, I do owe you 50 Gs, though. So. <laughs> you owe 50 now? I'm glad he remembered. <laughs> That's oh my gosh, yeah. Oh, wow. That's quite a hefty debt to be owing to possibly the most maniacal character on this podcast. <laughs> okay, I got the dope armor and the, the dope spear, so we're set. Well, make sure to make your payments on time, otherwise repossessions suck. <laughs> okay, so as you guys are staring uh, inquisitively at the men in cloaks, Rogar, you feel a tug at your uh, at your cape, which is kind of billowing off your back of your armor. You feel a little tug. Who's down there? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. Okay. So you turn and say, who's down there? Uh, it is a squire, or a page boy. So so a small boy in service of uh, the Knights of the New Moon. You can tell by the, the, the banner and the tiny pendant. Uh, which is pinned to his chest. He looks at you and he says, Are you Rogar Redback? No, I am. <laughs> Roll me a fucking second. <laughs> uh, that would be a 11. 11. <laughs> Jesus Christ, the boy looks very confused and then begins to turn towards Ro- uh, Tyson McKay. He says, Sorry, my apologies, sir. Don't let it happen again. <laughs> okay, uh, so he says, I'm very sorry. I, w- I was told to give this to you and to ask you to come up to the Knights of the New Moon headquarters here, sir. Very well. Can my errand boy come with me? So he looks towards uh, actual Rogar Ragnak and he says, <laughs> I suppose so. All right. Lead the way, boy. Gonna have to clean that shit off his leg, though. Plus <laughs> <laughs> well, 100 experience points. Uh, all right. So you guys are heading up into the upper tiers of Malvisa. I'm very confused, Rogar, as to why you've remained silent on the fact that <laughs> You're now his servant, and not yourself. I just want to see what happens. Yeah, no, fair enough. That's that's, that's wise. Okay. I'm gonna successfully ruin Rogar's reputation with the Knights of the New Moon in 20 minutes. <laughs> so you guys head up through the winding streets of Malvista along the cobblestone paths into much nicer territory. The mid mid range is full of uh, more boutiques and shops, and actually nicer residences and, and lodgings. As you move to the very top or the upper tier of Malvista, the peaks of its towers almost penetrating the cloud cover, you guys find yourself in front of a very large cathedral, the Cathedral of the Knights of the New Moon. Potentially one of the first of their order, and the small page boy wraps on the uh, knocker, which is on these large wooden ornamental doors. A few moments pass before the large door creaks and swings open, and a Knight of the New Moon, who is kind of... Uh, dressed in a lighter armor, not super heavy uh, knight's armor that Rogar is dressed in, opens the large door and then looks to you, both of you and a small boy and says, you may come in, you're expected. Perfect. Okay, so Tyson McKay, what would you like to do? I hold my arm out and I walk up in front of Rogar and follow that guy's lead. Okay, everyone is, I guess, filtering inside. Rogar, are you going in? No, I'll just stay outside. <laughs> no, I'll go in. <laughs> okay, so you are going inside? Uh, yeah. So as you all head inside, the door swings shut, and then the page boy makes his way off to the left down a, uh, a different hallway. The, the man's nose seems to scrunch up as he looks over both of you, and he says, My God, what is that smell? Who? <laughs> uh, 
dragonborns, when they're left in the sun too long, they start to smell. <laughs> so the guy does uh, a perception check. Yeah, and with a nat 20, expertly spots the large smear of shit on the back of Rogar Ravenback's <laughs> leg. He looks and he says, My God, how'd it get all the way up your thigh? I say, what are you, what are you talking about? Rogar, I guess now's as good a time as any. I'm imagining you're now looking at the back of your leg. Yeah. Yeah, there's shit all over it, Rogar. <laughs> Ask him if he has a, a moist towelette I can wipe it off with. Yeah. He, the, the man looks to you and, and then kind of uh, with a scrunched up nose still, a little bit of disbelief on his face, as you are wearing the colors and the armor of the Knights of the New Moon. He, uh, Somebody so- wipe shit off. <laughs> <laughs> he says, please stay here. Don't track it about. And he leaves for a moment, walking down the very large uh, cathedral hallway, which has uh, pews and benches along either side, large stained glass at the opposite side of you guys. And the man returns within about four or five minutes with some kind of like ragged linens, obviously, or or trash. Wow, I asked for moist palettes, and this is what I get. Yeah, you're a servant at this point, not an actual Knight of the New Moon in this guy's eyes. So I'd hold your tongue, Rogar. Anyways, uh, he hands them to you, and you're more than welcome to clean yourself. Yeah, I'll clean the poo off of me. Okay, fantastic. So you're now clean. What are you doing with the towels? Is there a uh, somewhere I can dispose them? Ask the man. So he looks at you and he says, just leave them there. I'll leave it later. <laughs> Alright. Let's leave them in the corner somewhere. I shake my head in disgust. Yeah. Alright. You did it. <laughs> so the man looks to both of you and says, Now that you're presentable, are you ready to see the commander here in Malvista? Born ready. I nod my head. Hey, the Roger has met Commander Livingston. <laughs> yeah, he handed off that, uh, that the letter. Scroll. That scroll. That's fine. I'm gonna let you introduce yourself as me. <laughs> okay. The man leads you down the narrow hallways past the large open expanse of the pews and the, the inner part of the church, and then down narrow hallways towards the door, which is closed at the very end. This long hallway has a very similar feel to the one that's in Ryeberry, where there are portraits and pictures, paintings of various commanders of the Ninth New Moon. As you make it to the very end. The man raps on the wooden door and waits until he hears an old voice say, You may come in. I enter. The Knight of the New Moon, having opened the door, are you entering before him or are you letting him, letting him go in first? Yeah, let the, uh, him go in first. Good stuff. So he heads inside, uh, putting his hand over his chest and bowing slightly. He says, Sir, this is Rogar Ragnar and his servant. <laughs> I come in and I bow. That thing he does. So you go in and bow, and then Commander Livingston looks between the two of you and he says, Well, it's good to see you again, Rogar. But he's very clearly <laughs> talking to Rogar Ragnar. Thank you, sir. <laughs> okay, so the old man looks over to Tyson McCain and says, I don't understand the meaning of this. Who who are you? My name is Rogar. Okay, roll me a deception check. <laughs> and? Commander Livingston's a pretty smart dude, yeah, and looks to you and, and is very clearly not convinced. Uh, he says, enough of this foolishness. I have important business to attend to. I push Tyson out of the side and I say, this is my servant. 
Okay, well, my <laughs> deception check. He is not your servant. <laughs> uh, 15? I mean, okay, so Commander Livingston looks to you and says, you should do a better job of keeping your servants in line, Rogar. You're right, I apologize for that. Because I don't smell like shit. <laughs> okay. So, Commander Livingston stands, uh, a little weakly at first, you know, it's, uh, it takes a lot of energy for him to get up, but as he does so, he says, Rogar, I have a very important task for you. And that task is? Rogar, you've been called upon in an hour of need, and a moment to gain a more central role in the Order. Once mm-hmm. a night, a member of the Brotherhood may take on an initiate, a newcomer to it, train the individual, and teach them our ways. Show them what being a knight is all about. Ooh. I peek out from behind Rogar and I say, Yeah, I got one. <laughs> so Livingston kind of peers around and looks at you and he says, I think not. How dare you. <laughs> okay, so Livingston looks to you and he says, You would be hardly a good choice for the Knights of the New Moon with an attitude like yours. Uh, I've saved more cities than... Probably that guy over there, and I point to the guy that let us in. <laughs> okay, so he disregards the comment, and he says, Rogar Ragnar, you can't be serious. This isn't your initiate. He's just an old friend. Mm-hmm. Well, old friends are not welcome within the Order, especially when we're speaking of private business. Yeah, I, I asked I you know, leave the room then. <laughs> no! I won't do it! <laughs> okay, so Tyson screams that he won't do it, I guess. Livingston then looks towards the man who brought you guys in, and he kind of nods curtly. The man then steps away from the wall, and putting his hand on a blade, he pulls it just like a few inches out of its sheath. He says, you need to leave, sir. Or else. (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't say or else, but I mean it's implied. Please pull that away from me. Okay, so the man begins to approach towards you, Tyson McKay. He's no more than a few feet from you. When he reaches his other hand out, Put it on your on the, the kind of the scruff of your neck, like your the cloth at your back. I duck. <laughs> okay, uh, it's gonna be a dex check for you and a dex check for him. Got to be a fifteen. Uh, I did. I got a seventeen. Okay, so you duck out of the way, and the man is unable to grab you. So instead, he pulls out his sword from his sheath, pointing it towards you. He says, "I'm asking you to leave." I run out the door. Okay, so you run out the door and down the hallway. Uh, I try and bar the door behind me. The door's locked from the inside, not the outside. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> this isn't going well. Okay, I just keep running. Okay, so are you running out of the Night of the New Moon? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Why would you run outside and make this easy? All right, so <clears throat> where would you like to go, uh, Tyson? Do you have anywhere in mind? Uh, you said that boy went down a different corridor? Correct. I'll go down that corridor. Okay, as soon as you leave the room, the man stops chasing you. He kind of looks at you running down the hallway and, uh, and then returns inside to, uh, to continue being a part of this meeting. Sheathing his sword and closing the door, locking it this time behind him. Rogar Ragnak, you find yourself in the room, now in, in, in much more comfortable, you know, <laughs> setting without Tyson McKay. Tyson McKay, we're going to get back to you later, running through the, uh, the halls of the Knights of the headquarters. <laughs> I'm preparing my spell list. <laughs> Fantastic. So, Rogar... You were speaking with Livingston about showing a new initiate what being a knight is all about. He looks to you and he says, You have shown promise thus far, as far as Wolfhelm has informed me. 
I think taking on an initiate at this point would be a, a good thing for you, Rogar. Surround yourself with some really good, strong characters. Not like that servant or not servant man. <laughs> scoundrel. <laughs> that scoundrel, that would be a good word. Not like that scoundrel. And on my own, I say, uh, how many initiates are uh, waiting to follow my command? For one so new to our order, I would suggest no more than one. But once you have gained much more reputation and rank, taking on two or more initiates is not unheard of, especially to carry out greater and greater tasks. Yeah. You will be accompanied down into the training rooms below. You will pick an initiate out of our most recent group, those who have successfully passed the first stage in their training. I'm not my head and I come to lead the way to the initiate. So he looks to me and he says, before you go, Rogar, I must tell you what it is that you'll need this initiate for. Yeah, okay. You see, this hour of need I was speaking of, there is a small town, Traverse, small logging town, which is supplies timber to Malvista. There have been reports coming out of Traverse that small children, over a dozen, have gone missing over the past month. The town's mayor and the town's guardsmen are at a loss, don't know what to do. Any attempt to figure out the cause of this has uh, has left those in nothing but a tizzy. They don't know what to make of it, and so they've asked the Knights of the New Moon to intervene. Ask them if they have any leads on, like, what it would be. You'll be the first of the Order to go visit the town, so unfortunately I have nothing for you. But they say that the children are tucked into bed and go missing sometime through the night. Alright, I, uh... Ask him to lead the way to the initiates, and we'll continue talking about the mission uh, later on. Okay, so Livingston comes over to you and grasps your forearm, you know, doing that, that bro handshake with you. And then uh, you are led out of the room by the Knights of the New Moon guard, who is there. So, as you leave the room, Livingston kind of says faintly, Good luck, Rogar. I nod my head and I leave the room. Alright. So, the Knight of the New Moon guard takes you down the hallway and out of the left side of the main cathedral, uh, where the pews are, down a, a left-way corridor, there's a spiral staircase heading down in the stones, and you find yourself in a large expanse underneath the church. There are many different members of the Knights of the New Moon who are undergoing training, some of them training archery, others training different forms of uh, pole arms and spears, in addition to sword-to-sword and hand-to-hand -hand combat. As you arrive, one of the Knights of the New Moon says, Attention! And all of the men and women stand at attention as you and the yes, guys walk in. All right, picking up with Tyson McKay. Tyson, last we left you, you were running through the halls of the Knights of the New Moon headquarters. As I like to do. Is, is there anything you're looking for in particular? There are multiple doors on the left and two doors. Uh, yeah, there are multiple doors on the left, two doors on the right. And then you're into the, the big main hall of the cathedral. Are you... I'm looking for that uh, that squire boy. Okay. Uh, so you head out into the main hall of the cathedral. He is currently not there, though there are mm. two main archways heading out of the right. Uh, you know, your right now would have been the left as you walked in. And then there's one main archway heading left. Uh, I go left. Okay. Uh, so down to your left, you follow a narrow corridor, which eventually turns into a spiral staircase heading downwards. What would you like to do? only be good. Let's go down. Okay, so you head down the spiral staircase. 
You find yourself in an open expanse, a training area, or Knights of the New Moon, training various forms of combat. As you come down, a few that are near nearest to the spiral staircase look at you quizzically. Uh, the others, uh, obviously, you know, focus on their training, do not look at you at all. I look at closest one to me that's not doing anything. Uh, there were two that were practicing grappling. A large, strong uh, man, nearly six, six five, six and a half feet tall, almost, wrestling with a shorter, squatter man who's you know got broad shoulders, still in very good shape, but you know, is like in around five ten, five eleven. They're both um, now looking, staring right at you. You obviously you don't look like a knight of the new moon. Do they have <laughs> like equipment on that would set them apart? Knights of the new moon or these two guys? Like these training guys or whatever. Uh, yeah, these training guys are actually just in half cloth. You know, they're, they're, they're bare-chested, practicing wrestling. Okay. I asked them if they know where any armor would be. They both, both look to each other and then look at you and they say, Who are you? I'm a new initiate here. I'm looking to get suited up so I can start practicing. Roll me a deception check. They're not doing that. <laughs> uh, that's a 16. So the one shorter man seems to believe you wholeheartedly, but the large, taller one does not. He uh, looks at you for an extended period of time, just two to three seconds, before what looks like a drill sergeant, or at least a leader of some sort, walks over to you. The man has two swords strapped to his right side, one larger broadsword and then a short sword. He is wearing full mail. As he walks up to you, he looks you up and down and says, this area is for knights only. Yes, I'm uh, a knight in training. So he looks to you and he says, Odd, I haven't received any such news of new initiates. Orin sent me um, from, from Rideberry. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 14? I certainly would have known about that. You better start uh, coming just clean and telling me why you're actually here. It's, it's true, sir. I just got here this morning. I mean, that deception check. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, baby. Yes, okay, that's uh, 18. 18. So he looks to you and he says, Produce your scroll. Tell me who you really are. <laughs> uh, I gave my scroll to one of the men in, uh, as I came in this morning. That's not protocol. You should always have your scroll on you at all times. It's a scroll. Uh, new initiates of the Knights of the New Moon carry a scroll. It's an <laughs> endorsement from whoever recruited them, saying that they have rights to be there. I say my apologies, sir. I, I don't usually carry it on me when I'm going to train. So he looks you up and down one last time before he says, okay, so what are your skill sets? What are you here to train? Well, you know, I'm good in uh, hand-to-hand combat and pretty good at range, range weapons. Well, let's start with hand-to-hand, as is the first thing you mentioned. He looks over and says, Parker, you'll be sparring with this gentleman now. Okay, I quietly cast stone skin on myself. Okay, there's going to be a, a physical change to the look of your skin by doing that. I hope you understand. <laughs> he asked for your skin no, set. You it, should have said just, running away from the battle <laughs> to a different place. Just, I'm really good at running just, from every single fight. Really good at disappearing. Yeah. No, so what it does is it just turns your, your skin as hard as stone. It doesn't actually, like, make it look different. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, 
What a lame spell. No yeah. visuals? No visuals on that? I would I would imagine that there is. I mean, we'll let it slide this time, Tyson. Okay, you're going to cast Stone Skin on yourself. Hey. The large man, Parker, six and a half feet tall, squares off with you. And the commander of this little troop is watching as well as the other man, the shorter squatter one, who is currently sparring with him. So you've gathered a little bit of an audience. The man in charge says, well, let's see what you can do. All right. I square up. Okay, you square up. This is wrestling, so typically there are, it doesn't come to blows. It's more grappling to see who can gain the upper hand. Uh-oh. Well, you know, if he throws me down, it won't hurt as much. Okay. Uh, so you guys start off, and Parker begins to circle you, trying to get the edge on you. I circle as well. Okay. <laughs> Waiting for his first move in anticipation. Have you roll initi- initiative here. Uh, I have a 16. So Parker has a nat 20 on his initiative. So darting very quickly towards you, he lunges towards your legs, trying to knock them out from underneath you, which he absolutely does. I'm going to need your strength check to ensure that you don't get uh, grappled and toppled over, Tyson McKay. I mean, something that beats a 14. Uh, that is a... It is a 14? Okay, so you match it. Uh, so now Parker's you know, got his arms around your legs, trying to destabilize you and push you to the ground. But you've kind of got the upper hand now, right? So it's now your turn. How, what would you like to do? I use his weight to force him onto the ground, like turn and force him onto the ground. Nice. Roll me d20. This will be a strength check. 14. Yes. 18. Okay, so Parker's at 21. Uh, you're <laughs> unable to move uh, the large amount of mass that this, this man has accumulated over the X number of years of his life. And it is now his turn. So he's going to try and stand... Still hanging onto your legs, so flipping you onto your back on the ground. Oh, God. I'm going to need a strength check out of you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 21. Uh, that's a 12. Okay. So he does so. So standing with your legs on either side of his head, he stands and flips you onto your back, and you slam onto the ground. Roll me d20. Let's see if it knocks the wind out of you. So this constitution? Correct, yeah. That is a 13. All right, so you don't get the wind knocked out of you, but you are on the ground. As Parker turns, it's now your turn. What would you like to do? So is he, like, standing over me? Yeah, so correct. Your your head is kind of like a foot, maybe a foot and a half away from the base of his legs. Okay, can I push myself through his legs and then kick his knees out? Ooh, nice. Roll me d20. Oh, yes. That's a 19. So Parker's got 19 plus his strength. You kick the back of his leg, and uh, you know it does buckle a little bit, but he doesn't come to the ground. Okay. Yo, you can't beat this guy. All right, so Parker decides to drop to his knees and then put all of his body weight up against you, holding his uh, forearm, the blade of his forearm, to your throat. He does so. I'm going to need a strength check to see if you can wriggle free of that. Oh, yes, that's a 29, Matt. Nice. So you wriggle your way free. And what would you like to do now? So he's on the ground now, eh? Correct. Okay, I, uh, you know, I put him in a half Nelson. <laughs> roll me a, roll me a d20. Fifteen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so he's got a sixteen plus. Uh, so Damn. you try, uh, but he just ends up flipping you over again onto your back. So now he's going to try and pin you to the ground once more with a fourteen plus his strength, so seventeen. Uh, that's a eight. Okay, so he's got you pinned and holding you down. It's at this moment that the the leader of this troop of initiatives says, Attention! 
and everyone stands at attention, including Parker, who gets off you quite rapidly and then stands, hands behind his back, shoulders squared up, legs uh, chest width apart, and you are on the ground. What would you like to do? I stand up behind Parker. Okay. So, Rogar Ragnak, you come in to a room full of uh, the initiates. As you entered, the leader said, attention, and all of the men and women, the initiates of the Knights of the New Moon, are standing in front of you, shoulders squared and, uh, and looking ready to, uh, to actively listen or participate. What would you like to do? Do I, I see Tyson? Uh, passively right now, no. There's, you know, the, it's not like a crowd of people. They are trying to stand mostly in a line, although, you know, many of them are kind of, you know, closer to you or further from you. You're not spotting him right away immediately, but the leader of this troop comes over to you, Rogar, and says, this is our youngest batch of initiates, all those who have passed the trials thus far. Okay. Uh, I'll take the walk where they're all lined up and just go through each one of them. Okay. So, uh, roll me d20, please. Let's say 15. All right. So you look over the initiates, and it, it seems like there's a uh, at least one quarter of the initiates are female. The rest are male, uh, and all ranging in terms of body type and race or ethnicity. It looks also like uh, the one who stands out the most is certainly Tyson McKay, who is standing behind Parker. But, you know his uh, his clothing is certainly indicative of the fact that it's him. Also, not many people are standing directly behind someone else, you know, so it's kind of suspicious. Um, is there anyone in particular that you're looking for, like a like an archer, someone with a bow in hand, or more of a strong man? Definitely one with a, a bow. Okay. Long range. So it looks like there is three bowmen currently. There's a woman with a bow, a short bow, and then a man with a short bow and a man with a long bow. The man with the long bow has a beard which is knotted and hair up in a man bun of sorts. Just keeps it out of the way while he's you know firing arrows off. He looks like he's fairly strong and he has a prominent scar along the left side of his temple. Scar buddies. Okay. <laughs> uh, the second man is uh, much more thin and wiry. Doesn't look like he might, he might not have the strength to pull the, back the, the tension on a full bow, right? So instead he uses a short bow. His eyes seem sallow and kind of deep. And he looks at you and doesn't just doesn't seem like the courageous lion heart of the Knights of the New Moon, but rather kind of a, a stealthy individual. The woman, however, looks like uh, almost Nordic in terms of her heritage. Uh, she's got long blonde hair and light armor. She's got uh, two swords, one at each of her sides, the both short swords, and of course the short bow. Ooh, I like that. Ask her what her name is. You walk up to the female and ask her what her name is. Her name yeah. is Isabel, and you may speak to her now if you wish. Ask her what made her join the Knights of the New Moon. Well, <laughs> it was a tough decision, but honestly, the honor and, uh, and and purpose that they offered was was the deciding factor. Damn, she sounds hot. <laughs> uh, she's a ten. <laughs> ask her how she would be useful on the mission we're going on. Well, I, I haven't been briefed on this mission yet, but I have many uses that come in handy in many different scenarios. For example? Prove it. <laughs> Prove it. 
<laughs> what a, what a r- r- rugged interview process. <laughs> For example, what's your work history? I need references. Okay, so, so you asked what specifically what what would uh, Isabel be helpful with? Isabel, what would you like to say? I'm a pretty good shot. I can hit a target, moving or standing still. Ask her to prove it. Okay. So, Isabel, you're more than welcome to display your uncanny talent for archery. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so uh, you can turn, and there is a uh, there's a target, which is wooden. It looks like a, it's like, like a scarecrow, or like a dummy for shooting. And it's currently at a distance of 80 feet from you. Okay. Got my short okay. bow. Correct. Do I, have any, do I have a quiver with me? You do yeah. as well, yeah. You awesome. Got arrows. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to notch one, draw it, and okay. fire away as at you- my target. As he prepares to shoot, I use mold earth to move the target a bit. <laughs> mold. So these, this is uh, this is straight stone floors. Not. I don't know. Does mold earth work on stone? It does. Okay. Mold earth just means that you can uh, you can shape the earth as you will. And then, uh, what? How are you looking to do it? Are you looking to like lift it up uh, a well, cubic assume... foot or drop it a cubic foot? Well, so it's in the stone, right? I guess. No, it's, it's, like, it's on a uh, it's on like a tripod of sorts. Oh, okay, then I want to use like one of the right or left legs to shift it so it tilts a little bit. So it tilts it to the side. Yeah. Okay. So uh, tilting it to the side, I mean, you're going to get like a like good angles. I guess that would be like what three quarters of a foot that it would like angle to one side. Yeah. All right. So you've notched an arrow. You're ready to take your shot. Tyson McKay is also ready to fuck up that shot. So let's. See your roll plus your your dexterity, obviously range range shot. Mm-hmm. And Tyson McKay, I mean, I'm gonna require that you get a roll here in this one just to see how proficient you are at moving this earth. Yeah, his timing's gotta be pretty. Yeah, timing my does timing be perfect on this one. This arrow fly, flies fast. What is a like you I got a bow or like the modern bow? So like 350 feet a second, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't bring my compact bow today. <laughs> perfect. Nineteen. I don't know what to add to that. I don't think you add anything to, I mean, the Molder. I, I, I think we're going to keep it at 19. I don't think we need to add anything. Maybe your spellcast from our fire, we'll see. Uh, I think it was timing, uh, wasn't it? 13 okay. for my girl, Izzy. So definitely would have been a shot had at the last minute the, <laughs> the scarecrow or the, the target person move to the left, your left, and, uh, and the arrow hits the stone wall behind it. I was aiming dead center. If, yeah. if I missed a little to the side that he pushed, I'd be right on target from where I was aiming. No, no, I, no. You aim for dead center. Yeah. The thing moves mm-hmm. three quarters of a foot to the left. Well, I didn't hit a perfect shot. I would have been a little off center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still could have hit it. And I'm saying the 13, in addition to the fact that it moved, does not warrant a shot hit. God damn it, Izzy. But it's a shot that hit the wall right where the, it would have been. Perfect. So uh, everyone kind of looks around in confusion, and Tyson, are you keeping the mold earth in place, or are you removing it? I, I just leave it, and then I, I nudge the big guy, and I say, I thought she was supposed to be the best at that. So he looks over to you, and then kind of with a furrowed uh, brow, looks back over to the, the target, and the lieutenant or the commander of this little troop looks around and says, try the next one. I notch another arrow okay. and aim for Tyson. Okay. <laughs> uh, plus 200 experience points. Okay, so you're aiming for the next target, I assume. Yes. yes. All right, roll it. 
Okay. That's a 17. Tyson, are we fucking around at the same time or no? We've been given the opportunity. <laughs> Give Izzy a chance. Uh, all right, I'll let him have this one. Okay. So you hit it dead on with a 17, and it's, it's a much more impressive shot. I mean, everyone saw the target move, so no one's under the illusion that that was like a bad shot on your part. It's yeah. still off kilter. It looks like it's now like leaning. It's the leaning tower of... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my girl's deadly. So, Rogar, you obviously just saw Isabel shoot uninterrupted yeah. by underhanded spells. Well, where best did the arrow land on the body? Yeah, it looked like it was uh, right side rib cage. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's a, uh, nice, it's a nice shot. Well, thank you. I've been practicing quite a bit. Okay. Uh, are there any big boys like me in line? Yeah, so there, there's definitely a very strong man standing beside Tyson McKay. His name is Parker. Ooh, I'll go up to Parker. Okay, so he uh, he stares straight forward, not meeting your gaze. I uh, ask what his name is. Okay, so he uh, he says his name loud and proud. He says, Parker, sir. What are you proficient with? All martial forms of combat and hand-to-hand. Like he doesn't use a weapon or nothing? Martial forms of combat would be like different kinds of weapons. Oh, okay. Can I ask for like a demonstration of like his... This is the weapon he's most proficient with. All right, so he picks up a very, it's not a very large sword, it's a long sword, and he wields it in two hands. He is bare-chested right now, so then he uh, he points the sword towards Tyson McKay, and he says, are you up for another round? I point to him and I say, as soon as I get a weapon. Okay, so uh, someone unsheathes the long sword and then gestures it out towards you, the pommel facing you. I grab it. Okay. So it's not what I'm used to. But... You're not used to doing actual work ever. So uh, so let's see how this goes. <laughs> I'm gonna request an initiative roll out of the both of you. Parker with uh, okay. 18. That is a 15. Okay. So 10 feet away, Parker makes two large sweeping steps towards you before cutting down towards you with a broad slash of his sword. He's gonna roll a d20. What's your AC, Tyson McKay? 14. Okay. So the broad slash narrowly misses you as you kind of uh, jump back a, a tad. Woohoo! I yell at Tyson and say, I hope you could beat an initiate. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, cast dissonant whispers on him. <laughs> okay, uh, not swordplay here, just letting you know. This isn't going to be looked upon favorably, but nonetheless, you are more than capable. Well, He's making a wisdom check. Can I do it stealthily? Dude, you're casting a spell on him. There's somatic and verbal components to this spell. <laughs> it's a whisper, though. Sword yeah, it's, call, it's called dissonant whispers. It doesn't mean you're whispering. It means there's whispers of songs in his head that are causing him pain. Does you whisper a discordant melody that only one creature of your choice within range can hear? And then under components, does it say verbal or somatic? Uh, verbal. Okay. So you are whispering, like, or speaking, and he's hearing the whispers. Ugh, fine. I'm not saying you can't do it, I'm just saying people will notice. No, I'll best him at his own game. <laughs> okay. I say, do it. Yeah, don't let me do mad. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, swing for the leg, you know, just go in for a tap. Okay, roll me d20. Fuck yeah. That's a 16. Okay, so Parker, being proficient, has the ability to add to his AC 
take oh, a parry reaction. Shit. So he parries your uh, blow towards his knee, and then instead runs his sword along the length of yours up towards your body to do a nick at your chest. With a 16 <laughs> plus 2, he has an 18, which I believe means he nicks your chest. A small amount of blood is drawn, but it's very, very minor, Tyson. Okay. What would you like to do? I touch the blood, and I look at it, and then I angrily strike at him. Okay. Kind of like that. It's Megamind. All right, now we have some banter. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I don't really know where to go with that. <laughs> That's an 18. Okay. That so you're able to tap him on the shoulder, drawing a small amount of blood. Oh, come on. This guy's broad chest. That'd be like an 18 AC. Get off the bat. He's not wearing, any ar- <laughs> not wearing any armor. No, I know, but he's, oh, like, he's <laughs> big. So having nicked him back, Tyson McKay, Parker is pissed. And he oh, goes God. for a feint on the left side, followed by a swoop on the right with a 14, 15, 17. With a 17, he absolutely taps you again, my friend. Damn it. How many taps do we win? Three. <laughs> okay. Yeah, three is good. Um, death. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, this is a, this Thanks, is a ref. Death fight. We have ourselves a death, death fight. <laughs> so his like his arms outstretched right now. Well, he had a broad. He fainted and then broad swept to the right. So his sword is is back toward like on his left side. He's gonna come in for another blow from the left this time, right? Okay. I try and strike him on his the side that's open right now. Ooh, nice. Roll me d twenty. That's a fifteen. Okay, so using the parry reaction, adding three to his AC, he is able to knock oh, your sword away. many times? He has a reaction once, once per round, right? So he can, he can call a reaction, which means essentially every time you attack, if, if your attack beats his AC, but he can parry it and beat it, he will. Goddamn. Oh, we're right. definitely picking this guy. His third attack, unfortunately, misses by a wide margin. <gasps> Swinging wildly. Get cool. in a hand. Like a bull. I go to strike for his kneecap this time. Roll me d20. Alright, 18 again. Alright, nice. So you tap his kneecap, drawing a small amount of blood. This is it. This is the final, final, final. We're up to the instant death, I guess, supposedly. Instant death. He's got nice. two marks. Parker goes in for his last and final shot with a nat 20. Damn, cuts his head off. He pokes you right in the, the soft part of the upper belly. Ah! He's a recovering oh, no. mother. <laughs> I see the light. <laughs> Okay, so Tyson McKay playing it up for the crowd. Uh, everyone uh, claps respectfully for the victor. Not not so much shaming the loser, right? But I mean, it's a good sparring match, and Tyson yeah, McKay didn't well. look like he had it in him, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> An underdog story, a Cinderella story, if there ever was one. And uh, and Rogar, you've now seen Parker's fighting ability with a sword. Although you know Tyson Ooh. McKay, so whether that was impressive or not is up to you. <laughs> <laughs> that might make it less impressive. <laughs> I'll take Park as my initiate. Like I'll take the bloody motherfucker. Yeah. All right. So Parker puts his hand over his chest, bows halfway, and says, "It would be an honor, Rogar Ragnar." And I come to rise, and I say, uh, "Was we'll, he bowing?" We'll get you briefed on the. Uh... Yes. Was he bowing even? <laughs> he did he a half bowing. bow with his hand across his his chest. Yeah. It would have been way funner if you said, Rise, Lord Vader. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll, I'll tell him to get up and we'll brief him on the mission and go from there. Wiping the blood off of his sword and putting it back on the rack, he follows you. Uh, Isabel, obviously looking super disappointed, didn't get picked. Well, 
There's always next year. Store your bike. Freak your bike. And Tyson McKay is currently on the ground complaining of uh, of being on death's doorstep. But, uh, <laughs> but such is not the case, as the three small nicks hardly did any damage at all. Ladies and gentlemen, I think this is a good time, uh, if any, for us to leave it for the day. So far, Rogar Ragnak has taken on a quest for the Knights of the New Moon to help out this small logging town of Travers from a missing child epidemic that they have going on there. Tyson McKay impersonated Rogar and you know, committed identity theft. Upon being discovered, ran rampantly through the halls of the Knights of the New Moon until he came across a bunch of initiates, challenging them to unarmed combat and then later to trial by swords. He is now dying in a pool of his own blood on the ground. <laughs> Identity theft is not a joke, Jim. <laughs> Millions of joke, families Jim. are affected every year. <laughs> Millions of families. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Uh, any questions from our uh, from our players? Questions, comments, concerns? Will we ever see Izzy again? Probably. <laughs> oh, sick. No. <laughs> He's the first person I kill as I'm leaving. <laughs> well then. You're in too weak a state to kill anyone, Tyson. Uh, well, if that's all, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to sign off by saying check out our sponsor, Die Hard Dice, for really cool metal polymer sets and trays. You can use the discount code DICEYD20 for a cool 15% off your first purchase, which is awesome. So go ahead and check them on out. Uh, as I think me, it's time for a, a roll of the day from our Die Hard Dice. Let's see. That's a 19. Where was that? Bit we're doing called Five roll of the day. <laughs> they roll really well, man. I, I hardly ever see ones. I see a lot of twenties on these guys. I've uh, I've rolled a few ones in my day. Mm. Fair enough. Uh, well, that's all for me. So thank you so much for listening. Whether it was morning, evening, noon, or night, I just want to say thanks so much for listening to today's D20. This is your DM signing out. This is your identity, uh, Rogar Ragnak, signing out. This is Izzy Goodbye. signing off. <laughs> Stop, is he? <laughs> <laughs>